What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jonathan D'Angelo, a.k.a. Johnny D. And as you can tell, we are live on Facebook with my girl, Katana Robinson, who is a fan fiction author, well-known, on the website that she posts on. What's the website, Katana? Shout out right quick. It is called fanfiction.net, and Word. you can find me under I and I Roshin. Word. And we have the wonderful Charlie Rocket here to join us again, second week in a row. I'm hype. So today, guys, if you don't know, we are here to talk about Nicole Arbor's This Is America remake cover. What are we calling it? Women's Cut? Is that women's what she called cut? it? Yeah. Women's Women, Edit or something like women's that? Women's Cut. Yeah, the Women's Cut. The Women's Cut. So right quick, because we're, we're on Facebook Live, I got my whole screen shared. So we're going we're gonna to play it for those who haven't seen it yet. So... Give me a second to pull that up over here. I know they're excited. <laughs> <laughs> so here this here this is. Here this is. And there's actually already been controversy about it. Nicole, and I'll tell you guys what Nicole said, but here's the video. Here's three minutes of this. Oh, what happened? She's gonna sue me for playing her shit. <laughs> it doesn't want to play. Like it doesn't even want to play right. Why we even Give up my dreams. Rather be the Taliban. 
not sure everyone's going to get the Taliban line. I was referencing the female fighters who've been kicking the Taliban's butt. Oh, my. I wouldn't want to be a Taliban because I'm going to get my butt kicked. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like what? <laughs> what? I was a little confused by that. That tap dancing confused me. Hit pause several times, but. <laughs> You're just a woman in this world. You're just a ballist girl. You're just a villain if you're strong. Love or ambition is wrong. No one believes you. Just stop trying. You're a bitch, but you're weak if you're crying. It says, if I were a guy, you wouldn't be asking yourself who wrote that. So, that's, that's the end of that. Alright, so that's the fourth time I've watched that <laughs> um I don't even understand the ending quote if I were a guy you would be asking yourself who wrote you, that. Wouldn't, say, you wouldn't be trash. asking yourself <laughs> you wouldn't be asking yourself I feel like she wrote it because she's kind of trash oh, so, <laughs> I, I don't have my soundboard but if you I did I'd be hitting the shots fire but so okay <laughs> okay okay so let's dissect let's dissect this for a second let's dissect this for a second i exit out of the video i'm not gonna pull it back up but let's dissect this for a second so nicole arbor came out and said that this is the woman's cut this is for women right so why do you guys feel like that's not the case well <laughs> it lacks any sort of depth it lacks creativity, severely lacks creativity. Mm. There's nothing in the video that would allude to anything, it being even remotely informative at all. You know, in the Childish Cambino video, you could see a lot of different things going on, going on in the background. Yeah. You know, you, you saw police brutality, you saw <clears throat> the way how the guns are cared for more than the actual person that's shot by the gun. You saw all these different little things. Even in certain panels of it, you saw people on their cell phones that could possibly allude to the um, the bystander effect, where you know people just want to just stand there and just film something going on and not actually doing anything to help. You know yeah. what I mean? With her video, it's like, what is this? What is what is this cry for attention that you're trying to do? Like, I'm not understanding anything that's going on in the video, and it's it's just sad. It's like you could have done that in any other way that would have been creative and unique to you. Yeah. But the fact that you wanted to ride on this gravy chain and did it so poorly, it's like, stop. Stop it. What do you think, Charlie? Oh, oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. You know, yeah, like, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I think a lot of the stuff that was happening in the background, like, what did it really have to do in regards to, like, a message? Like, how is that showing a message? Like, I almost got, like, maybe one message. Like, I get it. Like, women are sexualized all the time. Uh -huh. um, and then they're showing that, like, oh, cheerleaders and then dancers and then this. But it's, like, just repeated the same message over and over again. <laughs> Um, and in addition to that, it all, it, 
I mean, clearly she's not like a singer or anything like that, but it felt like a joke, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, even her facial expressions were, like, I know that Childish Gambino was, like, making faces, but it wasn't like, I'm making fun of this. <laughs> like, that's what her face was doing. Mm. And uh, immediately, like, as soon as she was on screen, so it, like, triggered the... I'm already annoyed of this video thing in my head. Um, and so it, it, any chance of it having any kind of meaning already left before it even started. Yeah, and you know what? Going back to the faces thing, she's there making all these, these weird faces and whatnot to sort of allude to Childish Gambino's facial expressions without realizing that his expressions actually have meaning behind it. Yeah. He's imitating a very popular back in the day um, minstrel character and even the way how he poses and points the gun at the guy in the chair is the same way how the character points, you know, at whatever it is that it was pointing at. So the fact that she's trying to make these faces without any sort of reasoning behind it or anything that has anything to do with women's rights or or, or just anything, like it, like it had nothing. I don't even know what else to say to sort of add to it. It was absolute trash like go back to the drawing board she already deleted all the comments or she just she disabled all the comments that were on the youtube page she did yes, she, she did. disabled all her likes all of that stuff because she even knew that it was trash just take it down just stop yeah. so last um go ahead charlie go ahead i'm sorry go ahead you know what it felt like to me it felt like uh because <laughs> you said she's imitating the same faces but without any context it felt like on black panther when they're trying to bring back Black Panther back to life and they start chanting and then like colonizer over here is just like gonna start to like, <laughs> don't, don't join us. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then Baku looked at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> join us because you're here. Yeah. Like that's what it felt like to me. So so I went on okay, so I went so since we're on since we're on that part of the topic, I went on Nicole Arbor's page, and um, she she did a she did an Instagram live video last night where she says that um, she she starts off she's like I've never done this before, but I just want to apologize for making the video, and she's like Yeah yeah right fuck that I'm just playing I'm not apologizing for it I did what I felt like I did what I, I wanted to do I felt it was right etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, she went on to say that people are being racist under her Hi Griffin sponsor, Dante Griffin, author of Crimson Despair. Had to shout that out. But she goes on to uh, she goes on to uh, say that she um, was feeling the racial like she deletes any racial comments that she receives, which I don't know who's hitting her up with racism, but she deletes any racial comments that she receives. She is, she's uh, deleting any negative comments. And one guy went on there and was trying to tell her like, you know, we feel like you're, you know, you're just borrowing a concept to get likes and to get fame. And she's like, no, that's not the case. I was trying to actually shout out women. Um, but I feel like I feel like she's a bit insensitive and I will pull up the past just slightly to prove my point. She had an interview in 2015 where she, she was invited on the view to talk about her dear fat people rant on YouTube where she, you know, she bad, she, she talks negatively about people who are overweight and, you know, Whoopi Goldberg and Ray, you know, really got into her <laughs> as Whoopi Goldberg always does. And, you know, she really didn't, you know, 
I don't think she felt the gravitational weight that her actions have because one of the hosts, I can't remember her name, but it was one of the main hosts said that, you know, a comedy is subjective. And for those who don't, you know, subject to your comedy, they're going to find it offensive. However, I do feel like maybe she didn't, Nicole didn't think about the consequences of her actions this time, just like she didn't before. Um, and I will say, I will, since you brought up Black Panther, this is the same person who comedically tweeted that Black Panther is to black people what Ellie Woods getting into Harvard was for blonde girls. So basically she said that Black Panther is to black people what Legally Blonde was for blonde women. And, uh, yeah. I'm wondering what sort of atrocities blonde women went through <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. I'm also wondering even what lack of blonde women are in movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, you it's know, like. Blonde woman in every freaking movie. <laughs> I <forget Jesus. laughs> and she says that, she says it jokingly, um, but I feel like maybe there should be a level of not so much. She's not bad with censorship. I mean, minus her, you know, rants about black dick, but she, she doesn't, mm -hmm. I think she doesn't have. A, a sense of sensitivity. Like, I feel like she doesn't have a black homegirl to be like, nah, girl, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's there. Yeah, check her real fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you feel like the video lacked sensitivity? You know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? Like, does that, yeah. Does it, do you feel like the video lacked some sense of sensitivity or empathy to her female counterparts that she didn't really? It, it lacked a lot. You know, we... <laughs> This is America. You know, I'm just going to start off with that phrase alone. It's a complete melting pot of so many different cultures and ideas and experiences. So I felt that her woman's edit, so to speak, only focused on certain types yeah. of women and not necessarily those that had some sense of inclusion. You know what I mean? So perfect example, I'm a Caribbean born woman. I'm born in, from Jamaica, if you can't already tell by my accent. And in Jamaica, we are taught that as a female, as a woman, you have to be strong. Yeah. You have to make sure that you, you read your books and that you're, you're just smart. If anything, be smarter than your male counterpart. Definitely. Because it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there. And there's one scene, I believe you mentioned it earlier, that um, she, it's like a guy or something that kicks over some building blocks and then hands her a Barbie doll and whatnot. We don't get no damn Barbie dolls in Jamaica. No, we get a book. And if we don't want to read, we get the switch. You know what I mean? We, <laughs> we, that's not a dread. And I'm not saying that it's just only conducive to Caribbean, American women. That's, that's, that's most cultures. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see anything being reflected in terms of the um, Middle Eastern women, those of, 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 of a Muslim background, yeah. where there are certain aspects relating to the hijab and you know the other types of headwear that they have to wear and how there are certain consequences, so to speak, if their hair is shown in public. I didn't see anything like that. I didn't, all I saw was, oh my God, you know, you gotta be pretty all the time and you're not allowed to age. Well, no, that's bullshit because there's a whole movement going around ageism where it's sort of encouraging women to sort of show their grace and, you know, just age beautifully and age gracefully and with wisdom and all of that. So, you know, it's just, a lot of just things not touched on that she just completely ignored and just sort of focused on herself without doing any sort of research. And at the end of the video, I was sort of expect, I don't know what I was expecting, but 
I was sort of hoping she would put something informative. You know, at the end of all this crap, at least one something, anything, nothing. Which tells me that she only made the video for likes. It has no substance. It has no depth. It has no thought pattern. It has nothing in the background in lieu of her ranting and dancing to even suggest to her audience, like, yo, this is the message. There was no message. None. Yeah. And and talking about that scene you were saying where he kicks over the building blocks, hands her a Barbie. I think um, well, for uh, a majority not to of women... Not to interrupt. It was, so he kicks over the blocks and he hands her uh, a cup full of makeup and um yeah it was a cup full of makeup yeah and like a cell phone or something like that but yeah go ahead but it's same concept go ahead i gotta say either way (laughs) um for any women outside of any minority women um i think when education is taken away you're not given something else in return they're not saying like and then do this they're just saying you can't do anything yeah like um you were talking about women who can't show their hair and do this, that, and other. They're not handing them makeup and saying, but you can look pretty. And they're not handing them cell phones so that they can communicate. They're saying, you don't get to have anything. Um, and I feel like that whole scene is only really for white women, um, just like a lot of the scenes in the whole video. Um, and, and I mean, Nicole can only speak to her experiences so she can only really speak for white women. So because of that, um, you're taking something that was so monumental for the black community and meant so much to black people. And then you're saying, yeah, but white women have problems too. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're diminishing all of that. And and you call it for all women, but it's not. It's, it's for white women, because that's all that you know. And um, and I get maybe that you might like assuming that she meant the best intentions ever. She meant to make this big movement for women. Maybe you should probably have somebody else do it. You know, <laughs> like you Something. as a white or woman, maybe do some you, research. Right, exactly. Talk to, like you said, get you a black friend who can check you real fast. Like, <laughs> talk to somebody. <laughs> all those women, those, or sorry, not all those, those like three women who were minorities in the video, maybe ask them some questions instead of just being like, hey, do that. <laughs> yes, something. I mean, Google is out there for a reason. Yes. You can type and search, like, what are the statistics of this, that, and the third? Hmm, do I know anyone that matches that? Oh, I do. Hey, what's up? What's going on? What do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? And then instead of riding on the gravy train of Donald Glover, do something that is specific and unique to you. Make an individual uh, message where you're not diminishing and taking away from a huge movement everybody's super excited about and happy about and means so much to us. And then you just like crap all over it and say, (laughs) I'm making one too. White women matter too. Like, so, okay. Okay, lady. Okay, so, so playing devil's advocate, playing devil's advocate, playing devil's advocate. Do you feel like there were no issues in the video that you could relate with? Because there was the roofie one. I mean, date rape is a thing. Yeah. There was a scene, excuse me, there was a scene 
where um, the guy, the same guy who carried off the girl he date raped was carrying her off somewhere else. I did see that. Um, and I guess that could symbolize kidnapping, sex trafficking, uh, maybe. <sighs> I'm trying to defend her, guys. <laughs> 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 but like, but like, I mean, I, I, okay, I'm I, okay. Do you, is there any issues you feel like directly correlate besides the rape? Besides the rape, do you feel like there are yeah. any issues in the video that directly correlate to all women? To all women, like every woman of every race has gone through this outside of rape, because that's like the more uh, not to discredit the traumas that victims go through, but that's a more obvious no shit thing. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, um, but is there anything else there? Like she did mention the NFL cheerleaders, and they get paid like eight hundred dollars. There was a tick. There was a check for eight hundred dollars to the NFL cheerleaders. Um, there was a breastfeeding issue. Um, yeah. Like, do you feel like those were, you know, val you know, validated? Like, you know, the the girl taking drugs to feel better about herself after taking the selfie, you know? Like, do you feel like no, yes, maybe? Yes, definitely. I mean, the breastfeeding thing is a huge problem. Of course, people are it, it's there's such a stigma behind it. Like, don't breastfeed in public, and oh my god, your boobs out. But then everybody's like okay with these giant Victoria's Secret posters and like whatever else and of course everybody uh puts so much pressure on women to be pretty or now you're too sexy and now you're um too homely or now you're whatever don't give up and and of course she mentioned uh you have to get a husband and then have a family and then give up your dreams mm. and that's kind of like a a really big thing pressure that people put on women um so all those things are real things but it comes down to the same thing as the feminist movement in 2018 yeah. like it is women are protesting for these rights for women but they aren't here for black women you know when we have mm -hmm. a problem with all of, like the black lives matter situation nobody's touching really on all the black women who um are attacked with police brutality and with all these other issues black women who are disappearing i don't see the feminist movement like looking for them like helping them i don't see them standing with native americans and all just any other minorities they're just saying we want <laughs> rights for women and i'm like yeah but if women get rights i'm still black and still don't have rights for black <laughs> so where's that at like it's still missing out on all the minority issues mm -hmm. um so then you're missing out on me you're only talking about white women so and it still goes back to a lack of conversation with everybody yeah. you know even with nicole like there there's this obvious lack of disconnect that she has that she portrays in the video without really having that deep intimate conversation about people who are considered minorities. Like she goes on almost all her videos and talks about black dick all day. How much she loves it and how everybody should interracial date. Like, I get it. I've been in an interracial relationship. I'm sure plenty of people have. But why not talk about some of the issues 
that people face when it comes on to, you know, talking about racism and talking about discrimination, and especially when it comes on to the minority, and especially when it comes on to black women, talk about some of the challenges that black women face when it comes on to working, you know, in the workplace, how sometimes we are faced with having to change our hair because they don't, you know, people don't like to see 4C hair, it's considered unkempt, or they have to cut off their dreads because they don't like it because it's considered unkempt, or if we're pardon me, walking down the street and we're getting stopped for jaywalking or, or you know, something of that nature. You know, do some sort of inclusion. Yeah. I, I just, I don't really, I don't know what else to say to her except the whole video was just trash. Redo it, something, hide under a rock, something, but... Hmm. Well, I'm going to go to the comments right quick. So Jeffrey Treyer said, I don't think we can give Nicole crap for talking about white girl issues when Gambino's This Is America was focused on black issues. Um, I, I... <sighs> The the only the I the only thing I have an issue with that comment, Jeffrey, is um, the fact that and Jeffrey being my brother, so I can trash talk him is perfectly fine. But <laughs> the only the only issue I have with that is um, Nicole said it was for all women. So if it was a white yeah. woman thing, she could have said that, or she could have just said women, and just kind of like we would have figured it out. But when you say all women, like mm -hmm. this is an all woman problem, and then you don't encompass all the issues or majority of the uh, or, or the major issues that all women face then you your message becomes misinterpreted and misunderstood because you're not for all women at that point you're for white women but you put all women under that white woman problem label i guess you could say mm -hmm. and and i think that's where the issue is with that and Jeffrey also said, why not use an established platform to have your message heard? Her message is accomplished one way or another. And that was response to Vader Maxi saying that she was basically, basically, it's a matter of trying to shift focus and riding Gambino's fame. Not to say women don't go through some shit, but to ride someone else's tailcoat instead of blazing your own path is trash. And he also said that her video is the equivalent of why don't we have a white history month? <laughs> he came for her. He came for her. Um, <laughs> but so that that argument is going down in the comments right there. <laughs> but but I mean, I wish I could see the comments right now. I man, can't see them. No, but <laughs> but it's um it's the fact that it, this is my thing. This is my thing about it. Um, I can't really speak on women's issues, uh, and I'm not going to for so many obvious reasons. But <laughs> but what I do know, this is what I do know. Um. So I know that in the background, the, 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 the video started off with the black woman. And we're going to call her the token because she was one of like two in the video. <laughs> but it was the black woman that was breastfeeding. That's how the video. And then she took, a, she took a screenshot of the black woman breastfeeding. And then the police showed up to arrest her. And the black woman, they were trying to take her. And they spent the whole video in the background. The black woman was running, running away because the police were trying to take her baby um, for breastfeeding, which... I mean, nah, because I don't think that their child service is going to come for you for breastfeeding in public. <laughs> um, I think maybe she meant something else there. Um, I feel like the problem, I, I agree with you guys. I feel like that she's not encompassing problems that encompass, major problems that encompass all women. But that's where I have to ask you, uh, as black women, um, do you feel like there are do you feel like at do you feel like everybody has problems and then at some point those problems trickle down and branch off into white people problems and you know black people problems Hispanic women problems like do you feel like do you feel like at some point we actually have our own separate problems from white people and I mean I know everybody's like well yeah because racism is a thing yeah 
But do you feel like black women? Because you you listed it, but do you ju- do you ju- do you legitimately feel like black women have different problems from white women? And was that the problem yeah. with this video? Is that because white women have different problems? That it's Nicole missed her mark because she didn't address the problems of her uh, culturally diverse audience, her culturally diverse sisterhood. If that makes sense. You want to take that one? <laughs> sure. Um, yes. Okay. So black women, because that's who I can speak for, like off <laughs> bat, um, definitely have different problems than white women do. I She talked a lot about beauty standards and you have to be this and you have to do this and, you know, beat your face and blah, blah, blah. But those standards are completely different for black women. Because if you go on Google right now and you type in beautiful woman, sexy woman, cute woman, then it's just going to be all white women. It is going to be all white women. And you just scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, it's not a black woman. Oh, no, no, it's not. Keep scrolling. And then you have to find the minorities, you know? Like, and then it's like maybe Asian women or something, maybe Latina. Like, it takes forever to find somebody that looks like us. So, our beauty standards are more than just we have to put makeup on, we have to look a certain way. It is a lot of people do not think black women when you think beauty right off the bat. Um, in addition to that, we don't get to see a representation of ourselves in a lot of things like movies, like we were talking about. Black Panther versus uh, Legally Blonde earlier. Uh, we don't see ourselves in magazines hardly. And, you know, it's getting better, meaning that there's a token person with a curly fro every now and then. You know, like every black woman you see, oh, let's throw one in with natural hair so nobody can say anything. Real fast, real fast. Um, but we don't get to see a representation of us that is... Uh, meant to say black women are beautiful. Um, So that beauty standard is way deeper for us than it would be for a white woman who gets to see beautiful white women everywhere they go. Every guy is like cool with white women, you know, but then all we see on TV is guys going, well, I'm not down with natural hair. I'm not down with this. Or in the workplace, like you said earlier, there's so many strict guidelines for our hair to be considered uh, acceptable, work acceptable. Um, whereas what are the limits for white women? They can't dye it a certain color sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, a completely different scenario, you know? Um, and we're just taught that we have to do twice as much to get half. Like you mentioned that earlier. And they mention it on scandal like every two seconds. Uh, <laughs> that's what we have to do. We have to work. We have to be strong. We have to be beautiful. We have to do twice as much work than uh, Nicole has to do just to be in her little video, one token woman breastfeeding. And and so that can't be a representation of us. Like that's that's not all that we're about, or, and that's not the only struggle we got. And also, and I agree. I agree. Like, even with my own experience, just my own experiences, real quick. Just growing up in Jamaica, in, in like this this cultural melting pot, we have 
African Jamaicans, we have white Jamaicans, we have Hispanic Jamaicans, Chinese Jamaicans, we have all different people. So it's not more so of a racism issue, it's more of a colorism issue, which is completely different and separate. But it's since I've been living here in America, I've noticed, you know, I've heard of the word racism and, and really get to experience what it means. Like I've been called the N-word to my face. I've been discriminated at work. Um, my most recent incident was when I was living in Alaska and I worked on posts on Fort Wainwright. I'm not going to drop any names, but the person I was working for definitely put in my PIP report that I acted quote unquote overconfident and know it all. And there were some like racism. allusion to, yeah, <laughs> like there was some allusion to my accent and my cultural background. And, you know, when I tried to explain to her that I wasn't trying to be, you know, acting overconfident and, you know, know it all. It's just in my culture. Like I said before, we as women in general, we're taught to be confident in everything that we do. We're taught to walk a certain way and talk a certain way. We're not taught to be weak or appear meek or else we won't be able to get the job done. And this lady flat out looked me in the eye and said, well, we don't like that around here. So that was one of a couple of incidences where I realized that my skin tone and my cultural background can literally mean the difference between having a job and not having a job. And I started thinking to myself, you know, if I were a white woman, would that same sentiment still be towards me or would I be praised for it? Mm. You know, and it definitely, I'd end up losing the job, but it definitely placed in my mind that, you know, I will not be treated fairly most places I go. The company I work for now is great. It's it's awesome. And they have <clears throat> so many different walks of life and cultural backgrounds. But the other companies that I've worked for, specifically the one at Fort Wayne, right, that one was definitely an eye opener. So when it comes on to the question of you know, are black women treated differently than, than white women when it comes on to these certain topics? I really feel as though it just, it just depends. It depends on the environment. It depends on who you are. It depends on how you react to things. Because a lot of times how we react to things can either contribute to the problem and sort of hinder, you know, your, your, your means of having a positive solution, or it can give you a negative solution and it can give you even more problems. You know what I mean? So it just depends on our approach. It depends on how we go about obtaining information and sharing that information. Because I'll be the one to tell you right now, there are people right off the bat that when asked questions about, oh, you know, how, how does your hair grow like that and whatnot, black women are the first ones to be like, oh, don't touch my hair. You don't need to ask no questions, nothing like that. Instead of being, you know, so defensive, which I can't even say I blame black women, because of all the shit that has probably gone in that woman's life. But we should probably try and like take a step back and be like, okay, how is this person asking the question? What are they asking specifically? And is it something that I can answer to reasonable, reasonably? You know what I mean? How we approach a problem and how we solve the problem can say volumes about how we move forward as everybody, regardless if you're black, white, Hispanic, regardless of, of your cultural background. It's liter it literally starts with our level of thinking, our critical thinking skills and how we approach each issue. I think once we tackle that, then we can move forward finally so as Americans. Kind of, kind of a point to what you were saying just now. Um, 
the reason why that's so difficult for me personally, because I I do that a lot. I'm just like, oh, yeah, my hair. Yeah, you can touch it. But um, how often does that happen for us? Like after like the one millionth time, you're kind of like, okay, we're done. I'm not a sideshow. Like how much of that information could you get without personally going up to somebody and making it like if they're a creature you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I know plenty about white women hair because that is the norm, you know? Mm-hmm. All their products are right there in the front. They have everything like given to them right there like if it's normal and then we're to the side somewhere near the dog food where we gotta <laughs> look for, oh, is this for my hair? And it's like three products uh, making us purposely making us feel like we are not belonging with them. Um, So because of that, like, why is it that I know everything about your hair and everything possible when my hair is not even like yours, but you can't take two seconds to realize that you're making me feel like an outsider by touching my hair and saying, wow, so weird, feels just like a sheep or like something really strange (laughs) like that. To me, no, it feels like a human person. Thank you. Um, after a while, all those microaggressions, they build yeah. up. And then you can't deal with that anymore. So I, like you said, I don't blame people for going off. I'm super patient. So I uh, do try to react in a way that can bring understanding and education to people. But after a while, like, they're going to have to just get over it because the aggression or the me getting tired of somebody or frustrated by somebody is coming from them. It's not coming from me. You know, it's coming from their actions to me. Um, And my reaction is just natural because after a while, if I keep holding it in, (laughs) this is why we go to self-destruct, you know? (laughs) Like, I have to be given that. But also, another example of differences in white problems and black problems she had mentioned in the video i'm a villain or if you say anything then you're labeled a bitch you know and that's true for women you know you get a little bit angry and somebody's like oh cat fight or oh she's bitch blah blah but for black women right (laughs) but for black women the angry black woman is a completely different yeah And we get that with the quickness. True story. Okay, that's not even like, we don't even have an attitude. We don't even snap at anybody and we have that. You Mm -hmm. know, you're passionate about anything in your angry black woman. Um, Whereas the bitchy thing comes in when maybe you're in a leadership role or something and you are asking somebody to do something or you're doing this, that, and other. And somebody's, she's a bitch because she's in charge of me or she's a bitch because she has a a slight aggression. Whereas black women, we're already seen as angry before we even open our mouths. Uh, We're just expected to like approach people with anger or we look scary or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a completely different issue. And she brings up all these issues for women that are just, now multiply that times 10, and then you've got a minority. Like, <laughs> So it, it really doesn't touch on our personal issues enough so do you, for me to accept this. So, so like, okay, and, and, I, and I agree with you. So like going back to, so going back to beauty standards. So. The problem also I found was that every woman in the video was a 
fit or skinny, light-skinned to Caucasian-shaded woman. And I feel like that alone, that alone fucked up the video because the one or two black women I saw, God, like I think I, I one the, the breastfeeding mom stood out to me the most. But there might have been another black girl in there, but they were either caramel to white skinned. Like that was their that was their that was their shade that was their shade level. Like you could definitely find her shade in the Maybelline makeup section. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like definitely. So like um and so and like uh I feel like I feel like right there with without color diversity, she missed her mark. I feel like maybe she thought she was being diverse, but I feel like her lack of 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 well, I don't know, color spectrum representation, you know, without, you know, like, you know, she, you know, you're not, she's not going to have the darker, she didn't have the darker skin, you know, women in there. And that alone felt like we were missing out because the only black woman you had was the breastfeeding mom. And I feel like, you know, that's, that was a token thing. I do, because she was the only one like her in the entire video. And then you had, I think there was a Hispanic chick or two in there, an Asian chick or two, and then, you know, a plethora of white women. I also feel like she missed her mark where it came to the fact that she had a, all the women were fit. Now we all know Nicole Arbor hates fat people. Like it's it's there, it's out there on the internet. Like we, we know she hates fat she people. She said it. She said it, yeah, you're right, she said it. She hates fat and people. people who are depressed. Yeah, and people who are, yeah. So. Um, and she loves black dick, but, <laughs> but the thing is like, I feel like you can't, you can't say that this is a woman's cut and then not have woman representation in the physical form. So you only have the white, you have the caramel to white skin women. And then you, and then all of them are skinny and fit. Like, I mean, I know this is a shot in the dark, but yeah, they were all, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm not even gonna say that, but they were, they were all skinny. They were all skinny or fit. You know what I mean? And there are thicker women out there. You know, they're, they're, yeah. hell yeah. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, sundress season. <laughs> sundress season. But, you know, like there are thicker women out there. And I feel like she lacked the representation on body type because not every Hispanic woman is, you know, Coke bottle yeah. shape. Not every white woman is Coke bottle shape. Not every black woman is Coke bottle shape. You know, I feel like she missed her mark there. Definitely. I feel like, she, you know, when she said it was a woman's cut, I feel like she did not give women the physical representation that you guys are. Because even though even though uh, she's against obesity, she still could have had women because there are women who are 180, 190, 200 pounds, but they're in shape. Mm -hmm. They're just yeah, they're just heavier, but they're in shape. I'm 200 mm -hmm. pounds. I'm not fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know a male a male's body is different <laughs> than a woman's body, but 200 pounds doesn't make you fat. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a woman who was 200 yeah. pounds yeah. and she looked like she'd kick my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, it, it's, it doesn't like the, the weight representation, they don't even, even if she didn't want the obesity, but I feel like she should have gave in even on that because what about the women who are fat, but trying to get skinny, but then here you come, Nicole Arbor, yeah. you know, white Barbie. Uh, shape over here and you know she's looking at you like well I want to be like her but she's dissing me instead of holding me up so now I feel some type of way you know what I mean I feel yeah. like with her video she should have included all shapes all colors all sizes because that would have given her the diversity that she was indefinitely aiming for given what yeah. her message was supposed to stand for not and she could have done that on a creativity video. If she yeah. had used her own mind and her own ideas, she would have definitely been able to touch on those topics. But 
Nah. Yeah. And, and she missed out on an opportunity there because with plus size women or with the whole weight issue, that's huge in the community, yeah. like for women eating disorders and, and things like that. That's huge when it comes to beauty standards. Um, but because she doesn't have a plethora of women who are diverse, uh, she's missing out on so many topics. Mm that would have benefited that message. And that's assuming that the people that are in the video are her friends. Yeah. Right. Because there's definitely, you know, casting calls that you put out that you specify exactly what it is that you want in the video. And the mere fact that, you know, women who are considered on the obese scale or, you know, people who are suffering from bulimia or anything, any, any, you can find anybody via a casting call. You mean to tell me that these are the only people that you could find on the casting call that nobody else wanted to go in the video? Yeah. Because they were too shy. Take place in this uh, <laughs> foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they wouldn't have known that it was foolishness before. Right, right. But it's like. Right. <laughs> and going back to what you said, Charlie, about no, 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 what you said, Katana, about the the Muslim women and their hijabs. Like, I feel like okay, so yeah. every woman plays a role in their religious background. Whether, you know, and, you know, it, whether they have, you know, more rights, some religions give more rights and leeways to women than others. But I feel like maybe she, I feel like, no, not maybe. She didn't even mention that, um, which except for when she was talking about she'd rather join ISIS than to be uh, forced to be pretty or something like that. Um, or and, Taliban or something. Yeah, like Taliban, something like that. Um, and she... She uh she did a little like giving up dreams. Yeah, she did she did a little like moment to self, like you know, mental cloud bubble moment thing. Um, where she like tried to explain that. Unnecessary, by the way, very unnecessary. But I feel like she should have indefinitely referenced religious and cultural roles that women play in uh society. I feel like she should have touched on like maybe she should have in the background had uh, a Muslim fe a Muslim woman being abused by her male counterpart or you know um, a, a Jewish woman um, having to you know do work in the fields or whatnot or maybe like a Christian woman having to um, deal with you know the pressures of Catholicism something like that or even even better even better what she could have done if she really wanted to go there was because I'm an you know me I'm I love dramatic effect. What she could have done was have like uh, child molestation in the church, and you know have a mm -hmm. little girl and a priest, you know, and that touch on Christian culture. Or even um even like abortion or something. Yes. You know, like yes. talking about even abortion right. or women. That is a part of women's rights. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Definitely. She, definitely. She don't care. <laughs> <laughs> She ain't got no kids. <laughs> All of these opportunities, and she right. missed the market Miss. every single one of them. But she oh my god, likes makeup. Like I think the one thing that really pissed me off about the video the most, like I did, what really like hit me, like for y'all's sake, was she had a woman in the background that, that held up a sign that said "Voters' Rights" or "Right to Vote" or something like that. But the woman was dressed in Puritan outfit, and I was like. But even when white women got the right to vote, black women didn't really get the right to vote, though. So it was like that, like that let that out the gate. That let me know this is a white person issue. Like this is a white woman problem. Yeah. This video is about white women. It has nothing to do with us, you know. And of course, the video only furthered that. You know what I mean? But that was that really hit. That really it hurt my feelings in a way 
because it was like, I don't know if she knows. Because, I mean, let's be real. Nicole Arbor lives in America, but she's from Canada. And she said she went on her Instagram live account last night and was like, somebody asked her what the biggest news story is in Canada right now. And she said the biggest news story was that there was a flood happening in eastern Canada. And this woman was filming her husband trying to get into the house to get their belongings. And he fell into the water. And they were laughing about it. And that's the biggest news story. Now, in America, <laughs> like just south of the border, <laughs> we got a whole hell of a lot of shit going on. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like I feel like her not being from here, like, yeah, she hears what's on the news and she sees what's on TV. Like, oh, live from America, black people getting killed in the street again. She's like, wow, not the black dick. I like that, you know, but I feel like. I feel like she doesn't know because she's not from here. Like she hears about it and she yeah. lives here now because, you know, the 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 entertainment outlet is is bigger here than it is where she's from. But I feel like she doesn't yet have a grasp on the issues because if she did, she would know that in American history, Susan B. Anthony was for women's rights, but not but women whose husbands own land. Yeah. 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 We're gonna yeah, we'll yeah. put it like that. We'll put it like that. So like Susan B. Anthony was all for women's rights, but it was certain women. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. the Constitution was all for men's rights, but it was certain men. You know, and I feel like the fact yeah. that she had that in there was almost a spit in the face to black women as a whole because it was like, Yeah, we want the right to vote. And when Susan B. Anthony was protesting for white women's rights to vote, black women were like, So we just not going but I breastfed your kid and I cleaned your house. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like that was in every way. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like that was a hit. Like, I feel like that was a an accidental shot fired on black women because she did not do her cultural homework enough to know that that was not yeah. politically correct. Jeffrey said to a degree, the expansion of the, of the positive aspect of our culture is a good thing, but it's at times at the expanse of cultural identity Whatever aspect of facet is being embraced loses cultural uniqueness and becomes a part of the whole. Cultural hubs are being lost in the name of assimilation. I don't have the 100% answer to whether that is good in the long term. Um, word. I feel you. I would not. <laughs> I don't. I mean, like, cultural hubs are being lost in the name of assimilation. I, 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 I agree with that. And he's he's going back and forth with yeah, Max because Max was Maxi was said the point no was no one can really definitively state that you know cultural assimilation what it will lead to yeah. in you know 10, 15, 10 years down the line because none of us have that insight. Yeah. However, when it comes on to combating ignorance, you combat ignorance with information. Yeah. It's as simple yeah. as that. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't say it's more so of a cultural assimilation type tactic per se, but the more you educate someone, the less ignorant someone becomes. Yeah. And, and I, as long as the person is aware and not just aware, but actively doing something to sort of make a positive change, yeah. then I believe that is a positive thing that we should be doing. You know what I mean? So to just keep yourself in the dark and just keep yourself in this bubble, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help the future generation, it certainly doesn't help my kids and it won't help your kids. You know what I mean? So as long as we just put out the info, well, not even put out the information, seek information yeah. and stop, you know, just stop being force fed all these, these what, not what ifs, but all these ignorant statements and, and what this, that, and the third could mean and whatnot. Do some critical thinking. That is one thing I noticed and not just America, but in a lot of countries that with the introduction of social media and it being so hyped up that we've stopped reading, 
we've stopped thinking for ourselves. We stopped really doing mental assessment as to the who, what, when, how, and especially why. We've stopped asking questions such as why. We just sort of accepted it and moved on. So you feel like Nicole Arbor, I mean, I do. I feel like she didn't do her homework. I really did. And I, I do you agree with that? Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, like, oh, <laughs> duh. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> like, yeah. The, and, and I also feel like, um, I feel like, I feel like, because she said on her Instagram live, she said she did this video from her perspective and what she knows and what she sees women go through. And so, right, we, thank, yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Say it louder for the ones in the back. <laughs> like, oh, why, white women? <laughs> because she, because Nicole Arbor as a white woman, and I will say it, you know, and it, I keep saying that she's not American, but it matters. It matters that she's not American because yeah. slaves ran to the North to get free. They ran as far as Canada. They knew once they hit the Canadian border, they were good. Right. We all knew that. Mm -hmm. We were taught that, most of us, there's a lot of black kids that don't know that now. That's another topic for another time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, like, you know, so there are blacks in Canada. There's a plethora amount of blacks in Canada, but, but Canada didn't have the same amount of racism that America did. And so Nicole Arbor grew up maybe around black people, maybe not, but she didn't grow up in America. And so she didn't have her parents tell her, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, but she didn't, but she didn't grow up with the... American history and the American background and influence that other white Americans have had, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she did, and she didn't grow up around black people that had the black American experience. So for her to put out her perspective is fine, but for her to say that it's all, for her to say that this is, first of all, for her to say that this is America is wrong because it's not America. Not because she, I will say this, and I, I'll challenge it, and somebody can run tell her she can come bring her ass on this show. She doesn't know America. She doesn't know America. She knows what she saw on TV. She knows what she read in the history books, and then she knows what she came here and moved into. But she doesn't know America like we know America. And at this point, Nicole Arbor's too famous to know America like we know America. I mean, let I mean, no offense, Charlie, you're a famous cosplayer, and uh, Katana, you're 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 a famous author. I'm just a regular old dude, but you know what I mean? Like, but for all our namesakes. I'm not famous. I just like writing. You, you're well known, but you're well known, but you're well known. But let's be reasonable. Let's be reasonable. Let's take. I mean, but. Go Google me and like, who is you? But let's be real. So take. We all know, we all know Cutie Pie Sensei, right? Co hashtag cosplay bay, yeah. right? We all know Cutie Pie Sensei. We all know Yaya Han. Those are the those are the celebrities in our culture, right? But like that's our higher echelon. But Nicole Arbor is higher than that. You know what I mean? And so she's so high, and I I know she came from well to do. She said so. You know she's so high up there that bringing her down to our level, she wouldn't even comprehend that. She wouldn't. So she can't say, this is America, because one, you don't know America like we know America. You don't know America like your women counterparts know America. But in the same token, you're so high up there that you can't even claim that. The reason why it works for Gambino is because Gambino was raised in Stone Mountain, Georgia. He knows this is America. As a black African-American male, 
uh, black nerd, uh, black American male. I hate saying African American. But as a black Af- as a black American nerd, he knows what America is like for him. Gambino was there when white people didn't accept him because he was black. When black people didn't accept him because he was a nerd. When you know he had to deal with the racism that was in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Because I was raised in Stone Mountain, Georgia. I, I know all about that. Me and Gambino could have conversations all day about Stone Mountain Boulevard. I promise you. I do not go there. <laughs> stories. <laughs> so I guarantee you, me and Gambino can talk. You know, what I mean? like we probably pass each other on the street, maybe. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and and he he knows. You know, he knows the racism of the South. He knows the struggles of Black America. He knows that even though he's childish Gambino. Bino, he even though he's um, Lando Calrissian, OG, you know he could walk down the street and still get a hey nigga. LeBron James, they spray painted the N word on his on his mansion, and it's like that's LeBron fucking James. But that just right. proves to you that you know as a black person, we know what it's like to come from nothing because that's the standard we were put at. Even the ri- the richest black person is still nothing to the average white person. And Nicole Arbor, being above average, will never know what it is like to come down to our level. Because one, she's not in an inter, she's not, one, she's not in an interracial relationship, nor does she have, nor does she have uh, uh, mixed race kids. And right there, right there, that takes out any understanding she could possibly have. Two, for all her black friends, for all the black friends she has, because she wasn't raised in America, she doesn't understand the struggle that her black American friends will probably have probably been through. She's like, oh, that sucks and that's not fair, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she can level with it. And she's not going to understand because she wasn't always raised here, which means she doesn't know the perspective of where we're coming from, I feel like. And if I'm wrong, somebody go get her, bring her on the show, and she can defend herself all day to the same panel of people that's sitting right here. <laughs> but... <laughs> It, Looking forward to it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I, I truly feel like Nicole Arbor missed her mark because her being, um, her being Canadian and her not being American, her starting off middle class, upper middle class, we can't bring her to our level and be like, look, this is America, okay, and this is how America works, not just for black people, but for women. You know, this is the struggles that America went through you know, when it came to voting rights, when it came to abortion, when it came to um, when it came to women getting jobs, when it came to women uh, having equal rights, equal pay, when it came to uh, Muslim women trying to find refuge here, when it came to Hispanic women coming here illegally, trying to make a way for their kids and then getting deported because they're not from here, but their kids are. So their kids go to foster care and then they get deported back to Mexico or Honduras or Panama or Colombia. You know, she didn't talk. She didn't talk about um, the the things going on in. in I mean, this is really narrow. This is kind of a narrow topic, but the things going on in Haiti and the Dominican and Jamaica and Cuba and the women having to suffer in those in those regards due to oppressive dictator uh, dictator like um uh, regimes, you know, she didn't talk about, you know, the, you know, uh, the, the sexual assault, the sexual assault that happens on a regular basis. I don't want to say rape culture because people get triggered on both sides, and I don't want to have that conversation today. <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, she didn't talk about the, you know, sure. the struggles of sexual assault. She could have had an imagery in the background of girls being chained up and drug, you know, and girls being part of a chain gang and being dragged, you know, as sex slaves. 
or you know women being uh, abused, raped and abused in in um, prison, in, in in the in the prison system. You know she could have went so deep so easily. You know she didn't have to touch on Jim Crow like Gambino. She didn't have to touch on you know police brutality. She didn't have to touch on mass murderings. She could have. She could have just. She could have touched on things such as like menstrual periods, like just just the just the time yeah. of the month for women where it's condoms are free for men, but you got to pay twenty five cents in a woman's bathroom yes. just so that you cannot be embarrassed when you walk out. Absolutely. Yeah, so, and don't talk about it. <laughs> and don't talk about it. Absolutely. You gotta look in the, in, the, in the person's face and smile like, "Is everything all right?" Yeah, I just I'm gotta fine. I gotta go home. Bye. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you gotta like hint to it. Can't even like yeah. actual words. Excuse like, me. Like, so here, like we still can't have a comfortable conversation. And one one thing I gotta point out, I gotta shout out this um I don't know her actual name, but it's it's a woman. Her name, she calls herself Madge the Vag. I don't know if you've ever heard of her or whatnot, but it's this woman where she does these comedic YouTube videos and she usually starts off by introducing the topic. And then she goes out in the street and she interviews random people off the street, random women off the street. Mm. You know, have you heard about this? Have you heard about that? Have you heard about use infections? Have you heard about pads that may have chemicals in it? You know, she does her research. She goes to an actual doctor. She talks to the doctor. She finds, you know, she asks questions. She finds solutions. And then she discusses those solutions to her audience. Yeah. You know, to yeah. me, that's unique. And she does it in such a funny comedic, informative way that, you know, you can't help but stop when uh, when she posts a new video and whatnot because you, you like what she does and you like the direction that she's going and you like the creativity behind it. This that Nicole has done, like I said, I mean, we've been talking about it to death for almost an hour, but the point of the matter is that she could have gone about it in such a unique, creative way. When she first came out with her videos, she did her comedic videos in her own unique way. And then later on, she came out saying that, you know, I battled depression and, and suicide and all of that. I think she did like a TED talk or something where she talks about these issues. And that was one of the reasons why she started her YouTube video in the first place, mm. you know, which was kind of cool and neat. But now you sort of deviated from that because you're seeing more likes and you're getting less informative. And now you're riding on the coattails of someone whose video has garnered so much attention for the right reasons that you feel as though you can match that by not being original like you used to be. So to Nicole, if you're watching this, go back to your originality, go back to the drawing board and try and see if you can be, you know, just deliver your message in a different way. Include everybody, not just from your own experiences, but go out there and actually talk to someone. Go out there and actually get people's personal experiences with their consent so that you can put it on your video in a way that is uniquely you. When you try and do it on somebody else's platform, and especially when you try and just leave everything out of it because you don't want to talk about it, if you are so comfortable going on your videos and talking about black dick and how much you love it, you should be just as comfortable talking about everybody else that doesn't include who is in relation to you and your image. Simple as that. Charlie? <laughs> I mean, I agree. Like, there were so many things that were left out. It's ridiculous. Like, you were talking about birth control and stuff. Like, condoms are free, but then women 
have to do all these things, these IUDs, you got to take your birth control pills, you got to do this, that, and the other. And it's all these methods we can do that are so invasive and so many chemicals and blah, blah, blah. But I don't see any kind of, like, when are guys going to get this birth control patch or whatever? It's you supposed to be just, soon. It goes right into your <laughs> arm and it does blah, blah. It's going to do a big surgery. <laughs> So that you won't get, like, I don't see these men doing none of that. Oh. What happened to that? Or even, even, oh, oh, um, oh. a whole fence. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, it got hot for a minute. I don't know. It got heated. It got heated. Labor. It got heated. Oh. <laughs> in labor, black women die so much more frequently in labor than white women do. What about those issues? Like people don't even know about those issues and it's ridiculous. Um, she touched on uh, talking about women taking pills um, to feel better about themselves or whatever for mental illness or whatever it might be. And I know that in the past, like women were really just like labeled as crazy or insane just because like, ah, emotions, we're scared of her. She has to have a lobotomy, you know, like <laughs> something crazy, but, um, but then on top of the medications that I'm not so sure that minorities take as often, but maybe they do. Maybe, like you said before, maybe we just don't talk about it as often as white people talk about it. But even in that, in the medical field, all these medications are based off of tests for white men. Like these are all things that are made to benefit white men they don't do a lot of clinical trials on minorities. They don't do a lot of clinical trials on women. These are things that are meant to benefit white men. And then if it's specifically for women, it's white women. They aren't having these focus groups before minorities. So all these medications that women are taking to help themselves, but what side effects do black people have and minorities have? You know, there's like a separate branch to everything that's like, well, and then it's more horrible for us because we're minorities. And um, it's just felt like because she took Childish Gambino's platform and tried to duplicate it and almost in a way like we have it worse though or like, but we still have it bad. Like she's playing the who has it worse game. Yeah. I hate that game. <laughs> because everybody has their shit and who's the determining, like who's making that determination? Who's saying, you're right, you do have it worse, ding, 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 ding. But um, on top of that, it's putting black issues against women's issues and it's not even touching on the like middle of the Venn diagram yeah. right there. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's not and adding like, on to, well, she's taking away from. Bad. Right, women have it bad. Black men have it bad. Wow, where are those black women who get to talk about <laughs> things? You know, like, where's all that? And you uh, guys, like, I have a question. No, <laughs> no, not you. And black women often get left out of conversations like this. Like, I appreciate Gambino for including black women in his video, but, and not to trash Gambino, the godchild that he is, but I mean, he didn't really, he also didn't go into black women's issues yes he encompassed the black culture and we all suffer through what he was talking about but even he didn't really hit on the sandra blands you know what i mean like he didn't really touch on the the issues that black women have as heavily as he did you know 
uh, as he should have, as heavily as he should have. You know, and a lot of times, black women, no, I'm not all, all the time, black women, that y'all go unnoticed. Y'all go unheard, unnoticed, and undefended. And, you know, it, it it's only right that, you know, you guys feel enraged. Like, you know, and this is another conversation for another time, but black women are outraged that Gambino has a white wife. I mean, I kind of understand why he does, but then I'd get bashed for saying so for people who don't understand, you know, I feel like their you culture. said that, and then you said, we're not going to talk about this too long, but I'm going <laughs> to... No, but like, but like, but, but I feel like, but no, but the reason why, but the reason why I mentioned that is because like, I feel like, you know, like there are black women coming for Gambino, just like there are black women coming from Nicole Arbor, but you know, I, you know, rightly so on Nicole, you know, you know, cause they're, they're getting on Gambino for his white wife, but rightly so on Nicole, because, you know, Gambino encompassed all black people, but Nicole tried to encompass women. And you can't say all women when you only have white woman issues or or white skin toned women's issues. You know what I mean? And that's 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 the problem. You know, black women always get overlooked and passed over. And then people are like, well, why the fuck are they so mad? I don't understand it. They're just like they're like us. Right. No, no, it's different. It's, it's vastly different. And for people who are educated, they don't know. I was raised by a single mom. And oh, man, I got man every night. I can't believe what these people did to me today or how they treated me. But then, like, I never heard a black man complain about it. <laughs> like, a black man be like, man, he called me a nigga today. <laughs> but, like, that's as far as it went. Like, he called me a nigga. But my mom had, like, a plethora of complaints. And I'm like, damn, is life that hard for you? Like, I'm thinking my life is going to be that hard because her life is that hard. But as an adult, I know now that her life was hard because she was a black woman. And nobody yeah. looks at that and says maybe they need a voice too and i remember and 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 you know wrapping up my point here when i first saw nicole's video i was like i want to like it but i hate it i wanted to like it but i hated it and i was talking i was talking to myself like why do we hate this what's wrong with this these are issues that women go through but why don't we like it and the first thing out of my mouth was i hate that it was a white woman that did it that was the first and and I know that sounds mad, like, whoa, that's fucked up to say, that's racist. No, because no, I feel like, I, I said, I said, had it been any race but a white woman, I would have accepted this video. And I think everybody feels that way. And it's not because Nicole Arbor is white and had a decent idea. It's the fact that the moment the video started, you knew it was going to be about white people. Yeah. And had it been, had, it, had she been Hispanic, had she been Asian, had she been Native American, you knew that the video was going to be solid. But because she was white, I think that's what messed up the video, was the fact that white people are only going to talk on their perspective. Now, that's not always true, but normally it's true. And being who and Nicole Arbor being who she is, she was only going to envelop. She was only going to be able to envelop that white perspective. And that's the problem. I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of have to disagree on that one because I, how to put this? So if a Hispanic woman had done it, you know, we have to remember that there are varying shades when it comes on to the, the Latino culture, you know, yeah, Latino true. Hispanic culture. And from the little bit that I know, I, I can't say that I am like the expert in anything you know, pertaining to such, but from the little bit that I know when it comes down to the Latino slash Hispanic culture, um, you only see one type 
of Hispanic women or one type of Latina. And it's always a white to medium skin toned person on TV. You rarely see the Afro Latina or the Afro Latina. Yeah. You rarely see that. Yeah, true. You know, and so going back to what you were saying, like for me personally, it could have been a black woman who did it. It could have been a white woman who did it. It could have been a Hispanic person who did it. It could have been a person from the Middle East who did it. It could have been an Asian that did it. I don't care what your skin tone is that, you know, would cause you to have an idea of making something that pertains to women's rights. That doesn't apply. What applies is how you use your mind to deliver the message. It's the mindset behind it. Because when we're born, we don't have any control over our skin tone. It's as simple as that. Yeah. But the cultural experiences that we are subjected to as soon as we're placed into this world, the type of information that we choose to sort of place in our brain and, and sort of learn and integrate within our systems and in our mind, bodies, and soul, and what we choose to X out speaks volumes on how you move forward with every single ideal and creative aspect of your life. So if uh, if a black person, if a black woman came and she's like, you know what, I'm gonna make something about women's rights and just included just black women, I would still have a problem with that because you're still saying that you're still using the same monocle of all women, but you're only including just your race. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? The same thing would go for uh, Afro-Latina. If she were to make a video, but she's just including just her, pe you know, people that look just like her and nothing having to deal with like Afro-Latinos or, you know, anything that encompasses something that has similar cultural experiences to her, but she's excluding them because it doesn't look like her. So it doesn't matter to me what your skin tone is. It matters to me how your mindset is. And if your mindset is incorrect, you better get it correct before you put it out there on social media, on the internet, because what's on the internet stays on the internet for life. It ain't coming out. So Charlie, last thought, what do you think? Um, kind of to address that, I feel like if any other race made the video for women's rights, nobody would assume they thought they were talking about everyone, I, I guess. Like, I, I feel like if it was all black women in that video and a black woman did that, then everyone would be like, yeah, she's talking about black women issues. And nobody would think that she thought she was talking about everyone. Um, because I feel like we know better and that's a horrible statement to make, but like, I feel like these ideas are just like drilled into our head. We're like, we're speaking for us and we know, you know, like thinking of all the different things other people could be thinking. Whereas I feel like white women are completely oblivious, just white people in general, probably completely oblivious to what their words or actions like are what the results could be um for, for a lot of them not all white people but you know like that's why there are so many insensitive comments and so many white people going i'm not a racist but uh, and then say something racist because there's no consequences for those actions so yeah. her making this video and thinking she's talking about all women because she doesn't know better and she also doesn't know enough to care um and she's allowed to not care um, because the only thing that's hitting her in the face is black people saying, ah, why are you doing this? And then her going, I don't have to care about you, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't have to care. Whereas a black woman making that video, um, 
and everybody jumping down her throat suddenly, like the police busting, you know, like <laughs> we have all these <laughs> reactions to us and all these consequences for our actions. Yeah. Whereas white people typically don't have that many consequences for theirs. Um, so it's like she doesn't have to care. She doesn't have to educate herself. And, and she can believe she's talking about everybody and she'll just keep going with that. Whereas I feel like somebody of a different race wouldn't feel like they are talking for everybody. So I, I don't feel like I'd have a problem with somebody of a different race making that video um, because I feel like everyone would assume they're talking about their own circumstances. And as a black woman, I feel like we would be talking about uh, women's issues that are issues for everyone plus our issues. You know, yeah, like yeah. it wouldn't be, these are just white lady issues. No, it'd be like, these are issues for women plus here's also minority issues and here's my <laughs> personal issues and surprise a plethora of issues. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I, I just feel like white people can't have everything. Just don't, just don't try to take the things we have. Like, why do you get to have everything? Why do you like, I see you guys doing this, so I'm gonna do it. I also wanna wear a feathered headdress, but it's fashionable. Like, no, no, can you please just, like like you said earlier, culture vulture, like why? You don't have to have everything. You don't have to take everything. And um, also, I really badly wanted to comment when you were talking about Childish Gambino because I didn't see uh, necessarily any black women who were complaining about the relationship itself. Um, and a lot of times I think we get confused uh, when we're talking about black men with white women. Um, the frustration with that is not, a lot of times, I'm gonna speak for me, cause I can only speak for me, is not a frustration with a black man being with a white woman. It's not a frustration with an interracial relationship. It's a frustration with the system and black women being the forgotten group of people. Mm. We are the lowest percentage who's being checked for. Um, and, and that's just like facts, you know, like we are left to take care of kids and be single moms and do this that, and the other. Meanwhile, I'm going to go get me a Becky and it's on every, it's in all kinds of entertainment just like it's the norm like it's in rap songs it's in whatever else you find yourself a white girl and then you're good like and then you're chill you don't have to deal with somebody yelling at you all the time and white girls are like the best like go get you a white girl because this girl is driving me crazy <laughs> like we have to hear that all the time too and it's not negative towards black men because black men are like yeah okay i don't care but for black women, it's just constantly bashing us and it's bashing from black men. And so I don't think a lot of people had an issue with Childish Gambino's relationship uh, with a white woman. It was his quote telling people, let's be honest, find you a white girl because they're the only ones who are gonna care about this stuff. But I gotta tell you, it's kind of equivalent how many white girls are into nerdy shit as black girls. But the difference being how many white girls have the ability to be themselves when they want to. Like, when when were you allowed to be a nerd as a black man? Like, and that's a man. How many white women are allowed to do whatever they want to without any consequence? Those white women, they had issues 
coming out as a nerd also. Like, oh no, girl gamers are not accepted. But white women and Asian women were accepted into that culture well before black women because again, we are forgotten. And again, we do not feel comfortable being in our own skin. So him making that statement was not only bashing black women and encouraging black men to find a white woman if you're a nerd, but it's also discrediting black women who are nerds. But it's also going back to the going back to the main point too. It's it's why Nicole Arbor feels that she can do that video and get away with it because, like you said, like they're comfortable in their own skin. Nobody's nobody's checking yes. for Nicole Arbor except us. Like nobody's checking her about this issue right now except us. It's us that's checking her about it. Nobody's nobody's telling her that maybe she should have reconsidered or rethought it because. The only people that she has against us is us, and because a lot of black people don't really like a lot of black people coming for her, don't like it's not it's not it's not reciprocating to her why it's wrong. You know, we're telling her like we're telling her, hey, you're a culture vulture, hey, you're appropriating, and what we really mean is you didn't have enough representation in your video for what you claim it stood for. But she's she's used to, but at this point, she's so used to hearing that she's a culture vulture and an appropriator and a colonizer that she's even ignoring the common sense logic now because nobody else is gonna check for her but us. And if we're checking for yeah. her and no one else, she can just like you said, she can dismiss us. Cause she's comfortable. She has no consequences yeah. that she has to worry about, and she can drive on and not have to worry about it. Next video, we'll all forget about the bullshit she posted, and next video in a month or two, she'll post another video, and we'll be like, ha ha he he Nicole Arbor. She'll go online, she'll go to Instagram, she'll post half naked a couple of times and get a couple likes, and people forget that she even made this video. So yeah, yeah, it's it's that simple, you know, because she has she she has no real consequences. Even when she went on the View, and you know, Whoopi Goldberg and them tried to tell her like, "Hey, look, man, this is not cool." She was like, "Well, I'm just a comedian, and you know, it's it, you know, people are just too sensitive, and they need to get over themselves." And that was her whole argument the whole time. And they and everybody on the View except Raven Simone was a comedian, and they were like, "No, look." There's levels to this shit. And she's like, no, well, I'm just doing me and hi. And she was deflecting and negating and ignoring, you know, and, and Whoopi Goldberg eventually just dismissed her because I guess, you know, her time slot was up. But that's a reflection yeah. of her, her nature and those that she represents. Maybe it's, you know, that's a bit that's a bit blanketed guess. But let's be real. It's like you said, well, I'm not a racist, but and they don't think twice. And that's why Donald Trump can say random crazy shit and people be like, what the fuck? And everybody else will be like, oh, it's just, tr you know, because they don't have to be held accountable for their actions. Yeah. But we've been here an hour and 25. We got a dip. Ladies, I appreciate it. Facebook Live. This is Katana, Charlie Rocket. It's your boy Johnny D, a.k.a. <laughs> Jonathan D'Angelo, a.k.a. Johnny D. I hope we were entertaining for you guys. And we will catch you guys next time. Because trust me, I guarantee you, with Charlie Rocket, there is always next time. <laughs> <laughs> we are signing off. Nothing better to do. No. <laughs>